Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is garbage. This is rubbish, boys. Rubbish. <laughs> Absolute rubbish, rubbish boys. Welcome yeah. to rubbish, boys. Join us in the bin. What is the... What's the... It's the a bin, in it? Boys. It's a bin, in it? Lads. Welcome to lads. Rubbish, the lads. rubbish, rubbish lads. lads. Welcome to the rubbish chavs. Yeah. <laughs> chavs? What? We're the trash chavs, right? Right. <laughs> Great old chaps are trash, eh? Yeah. Oh, in it. <laughs> it's a trash, it's a rubbish bin in it. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, like, what British people think of that voice that um, that Americans can do. The uh, the Cockney voice? Yeah, yeah. I... A great old Cockney voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds bad. It sounds like we don't respect them. I'm sure Hello, that they. I'm sure the opinion is that we do the accent bad, and oh, then sure. anyway, a- everybody does an American accent. So I will Everyone say I know of does an American of accent, British dialects. Yeah, everyone who's not American who does an American accent usually does like a Southern accent, like "Howdy, yeah. partner," or a Valley accent. Excuse yeah, me, specifically man. like Texas. South. This here house is it yours? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I do not bell. believe that this is your horse. Now, doing a Texan. I accent. am a sheriff. Okay, I am the law. You I will respect law. me as such. <laughs> is this your audition for Westworld? <laughs> yeah. Wow, th- you're th- in. Yeah, I think I'm already in, really. That's what I did audition, and I got the job. Now, That's... wait, can you add, like, 10% robot into it? 10% robot? How does <laughs> yeah. that... How like, does that... like Westworld. Like Westworld. <laughs> I don't think they add any... You know what? I don't... Oh, well, apparently I you don't know. know what you're auditioning for. Yeah, I apparently guess... Apparently you don't you know... know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I guess... Yeah. <laughs> My mistake... <laughs> I've My come mistake. to the wrong audition. I. Oh yeah, but I, Albert, I was asking you about trading cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Before this, before, before the British invaded. <laughs> yeah, before the Great British invasion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I used to, I used to have uh Pokemon cards and yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, but you yeah. never played with anybody. Um, I watched people play Yu-Gi-Oh, but I was too dumb to do it. Oh, nobody like and sat down you, and taught you. You, you no, turn I'm... it sideways. I mean, or... I had the same experience. So, the graveyard. That sounds yeah. violent. Um, yeah, no, I, I, people. I'm sure people tried to teach me. I'm sure I had like friends who really wanted me to get in. That's probably why I started like why I got the deck in the first place right. because like some one of my friends was like super into Yu-Gi-Oh and they wanted to teach me how to play but like as soon as they started I was just like it was like hitting the um like hitting the the dumb orb in like Spongebob oh, the, the orb of confusion the orb of confusion they flipped the like, switch they flipped the switch on me so I can't like you can't teach me anything you just can't and, and <laughs> that's like that's, that's been pretty um pretty much the same like up until today like you guys know 
Rain, you've tried to teach me so many like things, so many card games and whatever, and like I just don't care. I hate it. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't have the patience for it. You're like, I don't like your boring games. Yeah. So they're cards, isn't it? This is uh, <laughs> a bit boring, isn't it? Do you eat it or <laughs> put this in my mouth? <laughs> I'm a big fan of analog gaming. I uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, start, I got started young, you know, started me off with Pokemon cards and then eventually moved up to, you know, moved up to Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And then later on, I started playing Magic. I don't play so Magic anymore. It was a bit anymore. of a gateway. Uh, by the time, like, my, my my cousin's usually the one who taught me a lot of uh, card games and stuff like that. My cousin Nathan. Because, like, his, him and his family are a big gaming family. They really like... um. Just all kinds of board games, but Nathan in particular is very good at like card games, and he's super good at just like figuring out how to set up chains and do all this crazy shit. And so he taught me how to play Yu-Gi-Oh, and later on he taught me how to play Magic. But I, at that point, I was not interested in paying my own money to buy trading cards. Yeah, yeah. That's about where it all got lost for me. When when I was being bought Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you know that was real nice. What was what was that uh that card game that was in Adventure Time that turned into a real game? Something card wars? wars. Card Wars. What was it? Card Wars. I think, it's, car- I think it's, it's Card, card wars. wars. I have it downstairs, and I I think I played it once. Because <laughs> yeah, I just I just watched the episode. That's about it. It's uh, yeah, it makes card games sound super fun. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh makes card games look super fun. You get the whole dueling disc. I used to have one of those. I used to have like oh that big God. ass dueling disc. You yeah, load one of that those. makes it super fun. Deck into it, and you slap them onto the thing. It was awesome. You ever hit people with it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. You ever launch cards at people? <laughs> you know how Five Ds they like battle on motorcycles, or do you know that? What? In 5Ds? Yu-Gi-Oh, Five Ds. Five dimensions. I have no idea what five D stands for. You about to prank us? Like, are you about yeah, to yeah, you nuts? Better. Huh? Yeah, you get fuck these nuts. Yeah, you get five Ds. They like battle on motorcycles. It's pretty sick. Uh, they should have released like official Yu Gi Oh motorcycles, <laughs> just like they have the official dueling discs. How do you? Yeah. How do the cards not like fly away? You put them on the dueling disc. Oh. I don't know. No, but don't you, like, how do you, where's the, where's the, like, where's the, the board? <laughs> yeah, where, like, how do you play a card on a, on a motorcycle? On your, I think you play, on your, your, I think you have you, the dueling disc yeah, and you you're on the motorcycle. Yeah. I've never seen huh. the show and I'm not going to pretend to know. The show, okay. in the show, like, the card just levitates in space and a monster comes out of it. Like, no, but. That is not what happens in the show. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember Whoa, that. <laughs> They're holograms. And then they would put it on like these podiums or they would put it on the tooling disc. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, what, that's, that's what I mean. But they like, don't levitate in space. <laughs> and I, every I, commercial break, they'd go, who's that Yu-Gi-Oh? And you'd have to figure <laughs> out which one it was before the commercial break ended. Yeah, It's Yami. It's, it's <laughs> White-Eyes Black Dragon. <laughs> I just remember like, They'd have the thing on their arm, and they put the card there, and then a monster shows up in front of them. It's a hologram. That's what I remember. It's a hologram. Well, either way, it's a monster in front of them. So. <laughs> you, ever, uh, you ever collect uh, all a thousand pieces of Exodia? <laughs> I did used to have all pieces of Exodia. It was pretty sick. Me too. I never tried to... I never put them in a deck, though, because, like, 
That's just like you're just waiting to win. That's not fun. I guess, yeah. You can put cooler and stronger things in your deck that work together well. It's a strategy, bro. It's a strategy, yeah. Right, and Exodia is no strategy. And there's like a minimum of like how many monsters and how many magic and trap cards you can put. I think it's like 20 monsters and like 30 magic and trap cards. I could be entirely wrong. I don't play anymore. But you can just like fill it with Exodias. <laughs> I've got four bodies of Exodia and then draw only trap <laughs> cards. They're all pot of greed, which lets me draw another card. Oh yeah, that video. We, we, we like watch that video a lot. I love that of, video. Of <laughs> I summon pot of greed. <laughs> oh, that video is so that. good. What should wow. people look up if they want to see that? Just, I think it's just, just VR chat Yu-Gi-Oh or something. Yeah. Summon Pot of Greed to let you draw another card, and then you play Pot of Greed to let you draw another card, and then you draw Pot of Greed again, you draw another card. So, Yugi, in the show, is like a baby, and he like turns (laughs) into like a teenager or something? Or the other around? The Millennium Puzzle used to belong to like a great Egyptian pharaoh. Let Michael say what he thinks the show is about. Let him finish. I think he finished. (laughs) No, but there's gotta be... Well, what else do you remember that you could like... I mean, all I remember was there's baby Yugi, which is... I mean, not... It doesn't look like an actual baby, but who knows what the actual age is, right? He keeps Uh, that pacifier around his neck. The big Millennium pacifier. (laughs) Yeah. And then... There's there's big boy Yugi. Yeah. He's not much bigger. He just looks like a teenager. Yeah. And uh, wears a necklace of like the eye of like a pyramid or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember what that. I think I don't know what that thing does. I, I just it told curses you. him. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't listening to. It. I just like blacked out for a second. I think. And then uh, uh, there was some annoying kid with glasses. I think. Yeah, then, what's uh, his name? I don't remember anybody's name. His name is Weevil. Weevil? Oh, Weevil? Good. Oh, Weevil, my bad. <laughs> that's worse. Yeah. yeah, that's a terrible name. That's like a type of bug. Yeah, that's well, like a guess, burrowing bug. Guess what kind of deck he has? A bug deck? Bug deck. You guessed it. <laughs> Bugs. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I think yeah, the Millennium Puzzle has. The soul of a great ancient pharaoh. Yu Gi Oh! The card game is based off of an old, old ancient ritual where, like, instead of cards, they had like giant slabs with monsters on them. <laughs> and it was played by the pharaoh. And I oh, think it's his real? soul. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a real game? You're, yeah, it'd be you're a talking life, about dude. You're talking about in the context of the show, it was based on something in real life. Or are you saying in real life, pharaohs used oh, to I have you giant were, slabs? I thought, you were, I thought you were legitimately saying, like, in real life, in ancient times, there were pharaohs and they had slabs. And I was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> okay, so this is the history inside the show. Yes. Holy okay. shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I suppose I'm partly to blame. For making you think that. <laughs> I'm an yeah, open book. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'll... <laughs> in the context of the show, I what? think they had, like, these giant slabs, and the pharaohs used to, like, do this thing, and then... I don't remember if they actually summoned monsters or not, but, you know, if you fail the card game, you get banished to the shadow realm, and you go to hell forever. 
you go to hell before you die. Yeah. <laughs> Do Ferris believe oh in hell? Oh my god. Uh, they believe in the shadow realm. <laughs> yeah. They said oh, okay. all so the time. So it's the equivalent of hell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just like in real life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Would any of you break up with somebody by saying, I'm banishing oh. you to the shadow realm? <laughs> I'm banishing this relationship to the yes. shadow realm. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the only way. <laughs> yeah, if that's the only way I can get it across the... We have to play <laughs> one last game and then say, Babe, I'm sorry. I'm banishing you to the Shadow Realm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That'll be good. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of actual Egyptians <laughs> playing with giant clams with, like, monster carvings. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, I, guess, I guess, you know, giving you the benefit of the doubt, it's not too crazy for it to be not real, I guess. No, yeah, they, they built yeah. giant pyramids, they have, <laughs> yeah. like, statues. I was like, oh, wow. Well, it's like... they played Yu-Gi-Oh! inside? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. As long as you can understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I can, I can. Really, it's a testament to the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that they built something so grounded oh. in reality. <laughs> <laughs> the world building was so strong. They did so much research into ancient Egyptian culture. I could just imagine like some guy like we were we were in like elementary school and in middle school partly when like that show was was running. Yeah. And like or maybe just elementary school actually. And like j like being in like history class and like or when history comes around and, like, you believe Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, <laughs> some kid probably embarrassed themselves like like I did, right? Like, something terrible happened to them in class. Yeah, like, and they're, they're oh, like I know one of the pharaoh's names. His name is Yami, and he lives in this <laughs> upside-down triangle that sits on this little boy's neck from Japan. <laughs> and when he plays this card game, he's channeling the spirit of Yami. Yeah. <laughs> When he plays oh. the card game, the ancient pharaoh possesses him so he can win. Yeah. And the teacher's like, oh, what, what are you talking about? Right? What, and you're like, what, oh, it's right what, what? here. You just, uh, when, once you play this card in attack position, then <laughs> just, just, like, just explodes. At you, like, and then I get possessed by Yami. And then I, <laughs> my hair spikes up and out. And I have three yeah. layer, distinct layers of hair. One with yellow bangs, <laughs> one with black hair, and then red rims. Yeah, Just like the ancient Egyptians. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we not, yeah. Really the coolest hair that any possible person could <laughs> ever have. Ancient Egyptians had sick hair. If yeah, I know anything about Egypt, <laughs> about history. They had sick hair. They had pretty sweet hair. Oh, what yeah, I do? Uh, yeah? You know, I, I, will, I don't want to talk about more Yu-Gi-Oh! lore because I'm just going to be wrong and people are going to tell me. And oh, I don't okay. need that. I don't know. Does, do people still care about Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, yeah, people yeah. love Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh! is sure. like... I think the most recent anime was like still fairly recent. There were a lot of animes. Wow. All my Yu-Gi-Oh stands in the chat real quick. Just like take out your There was your deck a movie right like now. a couple years ago or something. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, of course there was. Like movies, but like do people still play the card game and what? Yes, 2016. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, there's like there's hobby shops and like the, those yeah, like card that's true. card shops people it's play magic it's definitely been around and... long enough yeah 
I just assumed people would, uh, like, I thought it'd be old enough now that people would just, like, oh, I just collect it as, like, a nah. mem- memory Keepsake. Yeah. Not it's like, it's oh, old place. and established and still has, like, I still th- I think it still has, like, a fairly unique system. Because, like, Pokemon's kind of just based off magic, but it's just easier for kids to understand. But Yu-Gi-Oh! still has, like, from what I understand, it's still, like, fairly unique in the mm. way it's played and works, operates. I get you. And at this point, if you made another one like it, people would be like, that's just Yu-Gi-Oh! Come on. That's just you. Don't be stupid. I, I remember watching the the abridged Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh my god, I loved Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. I thought that was yeah. the funniest shit when I was, that? like, seven. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, older yeah, than seven, was... but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that kid had, like, gaydar. That was pretty funny, huh? That was great. <laughs> Yeah, what classic joke. <laughs> classic. I actually started watching um, Dragon Ball Z abridged recently. As I've been watching Dragon Ball Z, re-watching Dragon Ball Z, I've also begun watching Dragon Ball Z abridged. Right. I gotta tell you, pretty funny. Some of it's still, some of it's kind of like dated, you know. But of like, course. On Naturally. its own, it's pretty funny, and it manages to cut out a lot of the filler. So, you know, it works. Is there a Dragon Ball Z card game i think there was i think everybody's tried to make a card game i know you uh i know naruto <laughs> made a card game at some point and i collected like a what? couple of those and they looked fucking terrible um but i used to keep them in the same binder as my pokemon cards my god you got a binder yeah bro you gotta display them you gotta be able to flip through them well mostly because i didn't play pokemon i would just look at the cards yeah <laughs> as opposed to Yu-Gi-Oh, where i would actually build decks yeah. I I can I can hardly remember like uh, another thing in in my life at that time that was that like gave me as much joy as like looking through a deck of cards like that like I don't I don't know why like, <laughs> like thinking about like oh that like well you but you played them and it's like no I, I just looked at them I just it's have like, them. why would any parent buy their kid like something to just to have and to just look at it seems like right. yeah that's the way i feel about like that baseball sounds like cards. something i would do as a kid though like you yeah. can't even play baseball cards like <laughs> people trade right. those though yeah, yeah but i mean all you can do but is like bike? look at them right like you can't even play a game with them at least with like pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. It's... there's the potential that you could play a game with them you well, well I think no you the... can the 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 thing about well the the thing about the baseball cards is that it's like those are real people so they symbolize like a real person with real statistics. You have a relationship so, to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like the the their their um their uh, reputation precedes the card. It's crazy to yeah. me that they can become like collectibles. Which is yeah, really I, weird. Like they're not even signed. They have like no real significance toward like. The player. The player, Like, yeah. it's just, it, it is a photo of the player at the end of the day. And you are, it is collectible because they made a limited amount of these prints of this photo of this player. Right, Which is, yeah. like, crazy to me. I, like, I, I can't su- understand that. I assume you can probably tie it into, like, fantasy baseball, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't know anything yeah. about fantasy sports. You, just at the beginning before season starts you take turns like forming your team of like your favorite players or or players you think will do well 
Uh-huh. And then once you all have your teams, throughout the season, you gain points when that player does a certain thing. Like, oh. And then at the end of the season, you see if which which one of your friends gained oh. the most points from that. Uh, Very interesting. Yeah. So you have your own little game on the side of their game. Exactly. You watch That's the game. Cool. It it's it's yeah it gets you all to watch the games together and then uh, accumulate points and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The the concept of most collectibles are like strange to me. I mean, we all saw like the coming and going of Thai Beanie Babies. Yeah, those are cool. My mom used to collect those. I don't even remember what those look like. They. Look like just teddy imagine bears. A, just imagine a baby but like full of beans. <laughs> I had imagine a, few a little cloth babies. baby full of beans. Interesting, interesting. Let me look up a picture. My favorite one was a little cat named Pounce. Pounce, that's a yeah. Great they had name. their own names. That one was what was yeah. so cool about them. I had a Thai beanie baby. It was a little pug, and his name was Pugsley. Pugsley. And it's still sitting still on that. top of my TV. Yeah, yeah. used to belong to me, mum. Ah, these little critters. Gotcha. Yeah, they should have called them little critters. Oh, the other <laughs> one I had was named Amber. It was another little cat. That's a good name for a cat. I remember these. Yeah. I think I had a crab at one point. The crab? That sounds so hard to, like, make. Bean- like, for beanify. the To beanify. <laughs> To beanify. The beanification process <laughs> is long and dangerous. Never saw any commercials for Beanie Babies. They just permeated our culture in every other way. Yeah, I, I would just see them around. They would just show yeah. up in my house. I, I would not be upset if they, like, returned because I, I mean, that was, like, a good thing, you know? We had a good That's thing an excuse going. for me as an adult to buy stuffed animals. Why'd they stop? Um, the only person cared getting anymore. in the way of that is you, Rain. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you could go to Build a Bear right now. Well, maybe not right now, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Not right oh man, now. I remember Oof. going to Build a Bear. That was awesome. Yeah, I loved Build a Bear. I thought about working there as an adult, but then I I don't really like oh. children, so. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't imagine working there. I'd have nightmares. <laughs> about what the kids are they? All of the bluffing. above. Yeah. Every every aspect of working there. I could wow. not imagine. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The struggles of retail and then also kids. Yeah, that's true. I, you gotta have like a lot of patience. Because there's gonna yeah. be adults yelling at you and then kids like throwing things at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Kids yelling, but maybe not at you, but the yelling. Yeah. Spewing their Vitriol. essence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the juvenile essence. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it spreads, man. <laughs> Spreading dirt no, I've disease. I've never built a bear. Oh, oh man. We gotta now we got to go. Then. Yeah, but they're like, it's like $1,000. Yeah, they're pretty yeah, expensive. Yeah, it is like, kind of <laughs> stupid expensive. Really? Is it $100? It's like $60 Not that much. or something. It's, I have it's no just idea. A, it's wow, a lot. I had no idea. No, I don't think it's quite that much either, but it's like more. Well, I mean, it also depends on the animal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that like, they have different brand deal animals. For... Yeah. They do. I'm not a fan of that. They sold out, man. 
depends depends on the size. Then it's like uh, pay more if you want clothes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And like pay you more can, if you want uh, like a name or something. You can pay extra to put like a. You can pay extra to put a little voice box in it. Yeah, right. and you can pay extra extra to record whatever you want on there. Yeah. Because you can get like generic sounds, but if you want to record someone or something, you gotta pay. Yeah. You gotta cough up the dough. And then you have to pay extra to be able to leave the store. I put my grandfather's <laughs> dying words into my my bear. That I dressed really? him up as my grandpa. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just him up as my grandpa and his dying words. <laughs> oh, man. Gee, I'm gullible today. I hate <laughs> this world. You. You stupid kid. Oh. <laughs> Those are Don't amazing touch my ways. stuff. They should just do. They should just. There should just be a service like that. Like, like, but on the other side, like, um, like hospital services. They're like, <laughs> I'm so sorry for your loss, but luckily, uh, you know, we've been recording everything, so what? we've put together a an animal. He his name is Pugsley. Together, PowerPoint for you. Yeah, and uh, look, listen to what he says. Do they have? Pudding! <laughs> this time! They're stealing my pudding! Click. <laughs> so, what do you think about that? Oh, I'll cherish it forever! That'd be awesome. Then you have to pay extra. I get, yeah, that's true. I'll totally yeah. immortalize myself in a, in a nice bear. I'd be scary. I, I'll make sure I say something that's haunting. <laughs> Or just like maybe you know. I'll be back. By the by the time you pass, there'll be like the at build a bit. You can put in like an AI, and it can just like remember whatever voice that talks to it. That would Generating be awesome. voice. Yeah, it just sounds Upload like your you consciousness. after you're gone. Yeah. You you install your you download your consciousness into a bear. Yeah. This is my pitch for Black Mirror. Okay. 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 So you know. You know, Build-A-Bear, right? <laughs> what if right. we could live forever inside of a Build-A-Bear? Yeah. Would you do it? <laughs> but what's the downside? Um, It hurts. You can't move. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> I don't know, like your loved ones aren't bears. Like, Your loved ones aren't bears, and you will be forced to interact with the world through this bear. Your loved ones move on to heaven, and you stay as a bear <laughs> on Earth. Oh, no, the, 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 the actual Black Mirror episode is, like, you think there's, like, some kind of haunting going on in the house. Mm-hmm. And you see this bear, like, keeps moving and shit. Uh, like you don't see it, but it's not where it should be. Kid keeps like saying like, "Where's my bear?" And the mom's like, "Where you left it, stupid!" And, <laughs> and, and I want to see this. And the girl starts crying. Anyway, <laughs> by the end of the episode, you figure out it's nothing paranormal. The grandfather 
was working, they find like all his shit in the basement. They find like all these bears and all these <laughs> dead bodies, and like there's all all of all of these consciousnesses have been uploaded into these bears, and then like uh, what? his is his is the first successful one. He's the first one that can move, uh, but all the other bears just have consciousnesses trapped in them. Why would you? Wait, move? is this a real episode? Yeah, this is a real episode. Why would you I wrote move? it. So <laughs> I can um be with my sweet granddaughter once again. Ah. <laughs> once again once more. Once more. What do you think? I like it. Will you buy it? It's good. I'm all for it. I don't know if it's uh if it if it uh is the in the black mirror nature. Oh, it's of, totally uh, black. It's like the perfect black mirror episode because it's so stupid. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we here hate Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan. Hate is a strong word. I think it's really convoluted. It's really and pretentious. It's like, yeah, it's like eight times longer than it should be. I always figure out what's gonna happen. Like the first, fi- this sounds really pretentious, but I always figure out what happens in like the first fifteen minutes, and then there's like an hour left. I I don't do that with my with my brain. I mean, I'm I could call myself stupid, but like I don't know. I just don't like. I don't look for it. I don't like. Maybe I'll realize. Like I'll be like, oh, that's what they're doing. Okay, but like usually it's like, okay, what's the dumb thing? And then they show me, and I'm like, that's not smart at all. Well, it's also just like every single episode just boils down to like, ooh, technology scary. Technology is bad. You cut out to the point where it sounded like you just said technologary, and I was like, "That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> that is, that is You've correct. You've cracked the yeah. code. <laughs> That's right. That's right." <laughs> I, I apparently there is that like the one good, uh, Black Mirror episode. Yeah, yeah, that, right. that's a that's a good one. I mean, I saw it. It's another. So, it's, a, it's another one where they just it. they just drag on for so long. I don't know why they're so long. I, I like long form content. I love really long, slow, boring movies because I'm pretentious. Yeah. But like, uh, there's like not enough content to fill out a Black Mirror episode, yeah. and then they just yeah. keep going. Yeah, that's the prob. That's the main problem, not just with Black Mirror. I mean, you know, maybe not with certain episodes of Black Mirror, obviously, but like with with Black Mirror, and then. Also, other just other shows on on Netflix and on streaming services that right. for some reason they like they give them an hour slot or whatever it. you call it, and I, and I don't know why. Like, there's a, there's a show that I uh, I used to watch with my dad called uh, Under the Loop, and it's like uh-huh. a science fiction show, and it's basically kind of like the same sort of black mirrored sort of science fiction style, except it it is very like. It's much more positive and and more story driven, and it's not like trying to like get you at the end. But there is right. like a sort of like oh, but this and this is what we mean. Like that final scene is like kind of an explanation for you know what what is going on. So it still is a little bit of that, mm-hmm. but it is this. It has the same problem with being too too long for how much actual content <laughs> is in the show. Like it, like it could have easily have been thirty minutes long. And have told the same thing. You didn't have enough ideas, or your concept is just not nuanced enough for yeah. for this much shit to be happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, uh, our friend Felix um, was like, "You don't like Black Mirror? I can change your mind." And he showed me that one <laughs> that one episode where they're like, 
social media bad, and they have they have like the rating you, one. Yeah, you have like your ratings, and that determines whether or not you can go live in certain places. places. Yeah, and like I, you get it in like the first five minutes. They're not like trying to hide it from you, and like it just keeps getting worse and worse. And it the the, the problem is like you don't they they've already established like. Everyone's always going to get the bad ending. Everyone in in Black Mirror in every single episode is going to get the bad ending. Hmm, and yeah. it's like, I have no reason to keep watching this if I already know things are just going to get worse for her. Like, you have to make me believe there's a possibility that things could work out. Because if I already know that she's going to fail, it's like not surprising and it's not interesting and it's not fun for me to just watch her fail. Well, maybe the, Maybe the goal was like, see it like just how she fails you know you know she'll fail right right how it's boring it's really boring i mean i agree but you can that is uh, you can make it not boring but the problem is is that i mean i don't and i don't know if this is true because i haven't seen every episode and i've hardly seen any episodes but there seems to be a pretty familiar like uh pattern that precedes the show anyway so i feel like it's well known that that show like does certain things the same way that like it it, it, what it seems to be is that it just doesn't prioritize like it's like it it prioritizes concept over like character yeah like like carrot like the characters like like it's it's funny because it's like this show the existence of the show and like telling people about the show and thinking about it as like a, a whole thing that lasted for how many seasons? It feels like a, a thought experiment. It feels like it. Ex- it feels like this is Black Mirror, and the show is like <laughs> a, a thing that they're trying to say that 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 what's bad, you know? Like, like it's like it, it, it's a microcosm, but it doesn't like it doesn't explain anything. I mean, it's like what you said. It doesn't. It doesn't go any further because like the interesting thing is how do these characters react how do these characters adapt and react to the to the new thing to the technology like what's happening to us that's what's interesting not the technology but like what does it mean for a human to do that thing and then if they and like you say Raina, like if the answer is always um oh they die or oh fail i don't know like i watched like the first season where it's like um there's the pig episode and he has to fuck the pig there's the yeah. future episode where you have to do all the credits and then you go on American Idol and uh, you can change the system or you can not. And of course he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. um, and then just like after that, it's like, um, I don't know. I think there's like that cell phone one that Kelsey showed us and I didn't care about that one either. But like none of these, none of these topics have like nuance to them. Like especially like like the, the, like the social media one. Is you you have like one thing to say about social media, and it's basically social media bad. You can get into like there's other implications there about like status and about whatever, but like yeah. they don't really explore that that much. And every 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 scene is there to just hammer in that one concept, and it doesn't yeah. like explore it any further, explore any other facets. And so when I already get it, it feels like I'm being like lectured at. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well cuz the characters are so the characters are also one note. Like the technology is one note because it's technology. It's like but it doesn't matter. Like it does like it can be one note. It could be like, well, this is what this thing does. And and it 
like yeah like that because we we uh, there was another episode that i remember where it's like um a guy who's like unpopular he gets a job but he has this game where the star trek Trek. episode yeah yeah and it's like we watched that together (laughs) oh we did yeah yeah well so you know it's like it's the same thing where it's like you know what what is uh what what uh, what else are you trying to say because i like i i don't know like is that all you wanted to say that like yes. in the wrong <laughs> hands like th- there's creeps online or something like, like in, incels use you uh... or, yeah incels <laughs> exist like you know what is it like a, what a show is supposed to do what any piece of media is supposed to do is not only introduce you to the thing it's supposed to like explain why that person is the way that they are like i mean it what... does like they're just like oh he's an yeah, incel but... and he manipulates people in video games because nobody gives them respect in real life yeah but but (laughs) under but you only understand that because it's explained to you in the most simplest of terms with the most simplest characters that ever existed on planet earth it's like you know it's it's not real people real people don't real people aren't like that it's like they're way more subtle in how they hate people and how they exclude other people it's like it could be good that's the most frustrating part about black mirror is that it could be a better show but it doesn't it go it's falls so <laughs> short of being of being good right like I it's because good so i don't i, don't think I mean so. like if you just watch like twilight zone episodes there are a lot more that's the nuance you want from like your sci-fi or your what mystery i guess or whatever you want to call it everybody i remember like being at a party and like uh someone was like oh man black mirror is like the new twilight zone and that got me like hyped (laughs) and i was like oh i love twilight zone let's watch black mirror and the good thing about twilight zone is all 30 minutes and (laughs) they end before they can drag on and with enough time to tell you what they wanted to tell you yeah yeah and i mean it is the new twilight zone until the until twilight zone uh came out and that's pretty bad. That now. Wasn't, yeah, that was. And that's also long as hell. <laughs> we watched the first episode. That, that no sucked. I want to see it because I want to see what's so bad about it. Oh, you didn't see the one with um, Kamal Nanjiani? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't see that one. But oh. um, what's so? What's the what's the gimmick? It's just it's too long. Oh, uh, <laughs> whenever he talks about somebody. Long. <laughs> it just keeps whenever, going. It doesn't. Whenever stop. he talks about yeah. somebody in his stand-up, they will disappear. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It was really long. It wasn't that interesting. You could tell what was going to happen by the end. After like he made his, after you see it happen the first time, like there, you can like see the endings for like the new Twilight Zone and like the Black Mirror. You can see them like an hour away. Yeah. You can see them. You can see them coming, and you have to just sit there for another hour until they get there. Yep, yep. Then, but then there's even ones where it's like you have an interesting uh, story, as in like plot, and then like it just suddenly ends. Uh, it's like <laughs> you didn't ooh, resolve technology. It. Yeah, because like the like the haunted house one that's like VR. Oh, I didn't see that. It's one. like right. yeah, I saw it's that like one. it's like a story. Like he's like, oh, there's an ad for the super scary VR thing. And it's like okay, yeah. Then he goes and they're like, we're just gonna do a couple tests and also you have to sign this thing because it's like if right. you like die or like get real or like shit yourself or anything, you can't sue us basically, or whatever. 
And he's like, yeah, cool, whatever. And he does it. He's in the haunted house. It's cool and everything. Everything's yeah, going on. He, 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 he's like, because he's like the type of guy, like, he's like a thrill seeker. And he's like, I've played all the violent video games and <laughs> all the horror video games. And yeah. Slenderman doesn't scare me. So then, yeah. like, he's like, I'm totally psyched to do this thing. Um, yeah, so yeah, c- continue, Michael. I think it he starts just, out pretty good. I like, it is, I yeah, like the intro. I like how everything sets up. Yeah, and then he's like in the haunted house, and it gets a little spooky, and he's like, "Yeah, that's not, that's not that scary." Then it gets scarier. Then it's like, "Oh, that's cool." And then it gets to a point I don't even remember what happens, but it cuts, and then you just see him dead in a chair, and they take the the VR thing off of him, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh man, something went something went wrong," and he had like a brain aneurysm or something. <laughs> And then that's yeah. like the end of it. Before wow. we could administer the test, he had a brain aneurysm and died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I was like, before he put on the VR headset, yeah. he died. <laughs> Pretty scary. No, isn't huh? that what it was? Well, he didn't. He didn't. He. They did success, successfully put it on, but what, as soon as they put it on, right? Almost. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of the episode that basically didn't happen. Essentially, is what they're saying. Or he got sucked into the VR. They stole his soul through his eyeballs. Oh, is that what they were doing? Because I don't I know. I haven't happened. seen the episode. I, no, I, I but think I mean, what, maybe. What happened was he got in the haunted house, but then from then on, like even even the 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 like within the VR, like there's a point where he wanted to stop, but like couldn't. Right. Yeah. The 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 lady's like, anytime you want to stop, just Say the safe word, yeah. uh, juicy fruit, and yeah. you can, <laughs> and we'll let you go. And Sponsor. then he's like, <laughs> and he's like, this is cool. This is going to get scared. And he's like, all right, uh, <laughs> juicy fruit. And then, but nothing happens. And he's Whoa. like, um, juicy fruit. And yeah, and he's so, just like stuck in it. Yeah, yeah now he's stuck in there. So, right. you know, maybe you're right, right? Maybe the, the, the horror game stole his, because they get like a Hideo <laughs> Kojima guy out and he's like i want to create the most realistic horror game that's ever yeah. happened and i want to kill people out of fear um, <laughs> maybe that's what happened i don't know it is the hardest and scariest horror game vr yeah. ever but i think what happened is i i think what we're supposed to assume is that he just like he his just brain died. yeah within the afterlife his brain made up a good amount of that haunted house <laughs> But then it means nothing. See, man, you don't get that's Black why, Mirror. That's why you're just I too stupid and pea like brain to get Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet you don't like Rick and Morty either. <laughs> you don't have a high Bojack enough IQ. Horseman. To... <laughs> yeah. You gotta have a high IQ to enjoy Rick and Morty and Bojack Horseman. I don't I... like that those two shows are compared to each other. <laughs> I don't either. No, I like, I both like those of them, shows. They came out. But... They really just came out during like. Similar times. So yeah, they did. It. No, they. they cynical, I get what they, they are. Were both animated. And, cynical yeah. male protagonists mean. that people, that bad males looked up to, as but opposed to condemning. The, well, one's a horse, <laughs> and one of them's a horse. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I like BoJack Horseman so much more than Rick I and Morty. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. It's one of my like favorite TV shows. Probably like my favorite adult animation show. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe for me. Bojack, it really gets into the weeds, whereas Rick and Morty, like, would sometimes touch on the harsher aspects of their emotional stuff, but kind of stay above that for a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like, it seemed like they would only, Rick and Morty would only do it 
during the times when like people like the actual fan base got too toxic to the point where they were like comparing them they were trying to be rick so much that the show had to go <laughs> oh no no wait see the pro- you we you may understand the, the <laughs> that happened in <laughs> you, bojack too <laughs> i know yeah. but the thing is is that bojack is so much more um you know dire and and disgusting like and clearly it does from not... the beginning like against him yeah as opposed to yeah. like rick and morty were like you can if you don't see all the episodes you can kind of think rick is cool or something i don't know like but but yeah yeah well and because like rick is like witty like bojack is like not like likable in any real (laughs) ass like he does nice things sometimes yeah rarely but like he's he's mostly deplorable in every way and so you kind of you get it from the beginning like okay i'm not i'm not this is not a role model this is not my hero Yeah. yeah yeah i totally get that you know yeah rick is uh just you know, he, he likes to drink and he, he likes to have fun. And then, yeah, he's uh, pickle Rick. Yeah, he's <laughs> You got to admit that 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 episode is is that really was, good. That uh, yeah, I like that, that particular episode. I think is one of the best of that show. Really funny. I forget what? what I forget what they what the uh, what the what like he becomes like a legend, whatever. Yeah. And I I forget what they called him, but it was really funny. Spanish for pickle. When, like, yeah, when he, uh, like, broke into that, I don't even Facility. know what the place, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And they're like, oh, it's the blank. Right. Oh, I, yeah. I don't, I don't like when the, that they actually had, like, the family therapist tell you what the whole show's about. And you're right. like, oh, well, thanks. Oh, yeah. I think that's Susan Sarandon or something. Thanks, Susan. Thanks, Susan. <laughs> I do like Susan Sarandon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, but yeah, I mean, well, it's easy to, it's easy to distance yourself from Rick and Morty. I'm sure that, I mean, I mean like, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm positive that, like, <laughs> I really liked that show at yeah. a certain point in high school. I was like, dude, Rick and Morty, we, we, like, came over to your house, right? And we would watch yeah, Rick and watch Morty. It. Yeah, so, it's like, funny. Yeah, it's like, great. you know, we were in it when we were in it, and, yeah. and now we're out, and, you know, it's good. <laughs> and I think in it, my my favorite episode of that one is the interdimensional cable because there's just like so many oh, fun sure, skits yeah. and then we yeah. also get the good emotional story sidelines with that too with each family member exploring like the alternate versions of themselves yeah yeah that's good stuff yeah that was a great episode it's really unfortunate that uh <laughs> like so many shows can just end up shows and content and media can end up like misconstrued by the viewers and it's like at what point like at what point did like the actual showrunners fail and at what point is that just like out of their hands because right. like like with rick and morty and bojack horseman but then also stuff like fight club and whatever whatever other examples that i can't think of right now uh toxic masculinity fan bases like yeah over yeah um those are those are the main ones uh well i mean i don't think that's I don't think it's on the creators. Like, did, but did they oh. fuck up in telling their message? You know, no, because <laughs> no, no, I don't. Anyone think so. can, anyone can interpret anything. You, you're any always point. gonna get a group of people that like rallies around a stupid, misinformed idea. Yeah, True. in any like any like uh, you, it doesn't matter how clear you are or how how well you tell it. It's always gonna happen. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, also, it's like toxic people don't view themselves as toxic. 
Yeah. 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 So they can easily relate to someone. They're like, yeah, that's good. That's fine. Use them to but, justify their actions. Or, or yeah. that. Or also, like, they'll... Because, like, I remember I was, like, reading the thing. I don't remember where I read it. Uh, but, like, people would watch... Like, there's a whole trope in many things of, like, you know, some some character gets bullied and whatnot. And at the end, uh, I don't know, either, like, gets revenge or, like, gets some sort of, like, I'm the cool kid now kind of... Like, they get... Like, by the end of it, they, they become the cool... They get their redemption, I guess, uh, uh-huh. or whatever. But, like, bullies don't see... They always relate to that character anyway, even though in real life they are also, uh, like, the the person who's technically the villain of, of movies and whatnot, but they don't see themselves as that, so they don't relate to it and whatnot. Right. So I don't think it's it's ever, like, the, the creators. It's always just the viewers can interpret anything however their mind wants to sure yeah i I remember in um in high school when i first saw fight club i was like i was like this is awesome Um, i want to start a fight club yeah i want to start a fight club (laughs) and that's how all all of my friends were at the time and you know like i had a group of the the group of friends who who uh you you wanted to too right i'll admit it yeah yeah so, but like it wasn't, it, fight. It, it, it had nothing to do with, I mean, like the, the reason, like the problem, the real problem is when you have people who understand, um, the, the, who are old enough to understand the intention of the thing, um, and, and like the, the criticism that's happening, but like actually are, you know, pro anarchy and this and that or whatever. And it's like. <laughs> Pro neo Nazism, right? Yeah, then you get yeah. into neo Nazism, but like you know, when you're a kid and you just want to start a fight club, all all that, all that. I mean, at least me looking back on my on my adolescence at that time, it was really just me like thinking about you know what what like having like an existential crisis of like you know right. I have no meaning, like I need like a community, and like the, yeah. but the movie and the movie like explains like well this is what that is, um, yeah, right? And so it's like. You know that uh, in that circumstance, in like that kind of naive and like, because you don't have anyone at at the forefront who's like smart enough to like start anarchy. So all it is is just people who are lost. You know, you need like a Hitler. You need like a a Tyler <laughs> Durden for uh, for for our you know little minds in high school to rally around for it to really be dangerous. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Other well, than it's just... uh, yeah, it's just. Just not might want to get rowdy, you know. Right. Yeah. Like, kids see that movie and they're like, "Yeah, I want to break stuff." And that's it. <laughs> that's it. There's yeah. No, there's nothing more to it. Well, the, <laughs> the the movie is basically like, or I guess the book, the concept is basically like, this is how people who feel disenfranchised in terms of power can find it again, or find ways to exhibit power, or feel like they have some sort of agency. Yeah. By like physically, <laughs> by physically having power over somebody else. This is how of, a coup starts. And then, of course, like they yeah. show how like people exploit that lack of a uh, lack of agency and lack of uh, power. Yeah. So, um, when are we gonna like? I I really want to play Putt Putt Saves the Zoo already. Oh my oh god! My I god. Love to play this <laughs> again? When oh, are we? Every year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like you know. It's about that time. It's 
I want to play the putt putt that goes to space. It's Tuesday night. <laughs> putt putt goes to space. Putt putt like wanders into like a fireworks factory and then like blows it up and then gets launched onto the moon or something. Yeah. When are they getting to the fireworks factory? <laughs> oh! <laughs> I wish I could do Millhouse. <laughs> I don't even want to try. <laughs> It'll be embarrassing. Oh, I was going to I was going to get I was going to get back to shows being too long. There's such like an interesting history of TV competing with like movies. Yeah. They used to both be squares and then like movies ended up becoming wider so that they could uh compete with TVs and be like, "Look how big it is." And then TVs started becoming widescreen. We'll, we'll get big too. <laughs> we'll fine. We'll... And then the next step was for like TV shows to be as long as movies. Right, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, when like writers just don't have enough content to fill out an hour and a half every week or I guess even if it's not a weekly thing, a mini series of like six essentially small movies. Right. Well, I'm sure they, they, I'm sure that, that like, well, I, how, how my narrow minded brain thinks about it is that like, um, like writers and producers and the creatives behind television have like a certain idea of like the, the longevity of whatever their idea happens to be, but like networks don't listen to that. And if a show gets popular enough, they're just like, um, did you think about like a lot, like just like stretching your idea out more for episodes. like five more seasons? Is that possible? Right. And they're like, I <laughs> don't know. Possible? And they're like, well, we have a dump truck full of money for you if that's interesting to you. And then, <laughs> um, whoever is, uh, well, somebody pick a bad show. Whoever like directs uh, the 100 says, yeah, okay, I'll take that. <laughs> Oh, I, f- I feel bad because like I I think season one of Stranger Things was really strong and then it just got oh, yeah, like, Stranger less, Things less good and less good with each season. Oh yeah. yeah, and like I really feel like they didn't have anything else after the first season. <laughs> like, but yeah. supposedly they did. Supposedly they did. They probably had like ideas, but in terms of like actually executing them, season two is like a mess, and then season I... three is like just really boring. I can believe that season two was all thought out. Uh, when she visits they, her, her her band of misfits for like, she, she visits the islands of misfit oh toys for like, for like one episode. episode. Yeah, just, just cause like, I can see all that that entire second season I can see that idea as like a, you know, we're just gonna close out all of our loose ends from season one. It's like okay, yeah, I, I can see it. They just executed terribly, probably because of time constraints. Because yeah, they were good ideas, or, yeah, but maybe like, not necessarily pro- enough for a whole season. Yeah, yeah, or like production problems, maybe who knows? But season three, I feel like that is just entirely. We need more guys. Yeah, We're like oh, we'll think of something, guys. <laughs> it's <laughs> really popular. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny that they have like a metaphor for communists and then they also just have straight up communists in it. The colors I'll say for for season 3 look great. Whoever did the lighting, props. But What's I feel the... like all the way I haven't seen season 3, but I feel like season 1 and season 2 look good too. They look great. Yeah. But like season 3 I was like I was like wow, there's like a noticeable difference in like budget. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for sure. like this one. Yeah. 
where it's just like, oh my god, every scene looks like fantastic. But they for they forsake so much of the characters for the sake of plot, and they just like abandon Will. He's not an interesting character anymore. It sucks. But anyway, all that to say, uh if I hate to think that like they're just like money money grabbing shills, but <laughs> Season three really doesn't feel like they had anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like they were set up to a point where whatever they did, they 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 were like in a, they were, they 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 couldn't lose. Right. Like even if it got bad reviews, people were gonna watch it, and people they they already established themselves with season one, and then people didn't care that season two was bad. Yeah. Because season one was good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I it, it all boils down to good character writing you just have to write those characters good and you have to give like a good you have to give i mean that's the reason for it to continue if you have if you feel like they have more things to say and more growing to do then you should show that and and season three like 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 season two was like <laughs> like a, re, a real uh like step step down um, yeah but it still like managed to get some stuff like off the ground sure season three you know like like wow like you gotta have like a reason to to to, to hang out still you know money. i hate i hate seeing like all my favorite money. shows like get dragged out until they're like on life support yeah like i hate what happened to the simpsons i hate what happened to the office i mean what's happening yeah what's happening <laughs> but just like a lot of like these shows i really liked just like dragged on for so long yeah and then the they simpsons just like not good anymore no i think that but, like the first 10 point, seasons are good I think that at a certain point, like now their writing staff is like kind of making funny stuff sometimes, but it's definitely like a far cry from from the original type yeah. of humor that. Like but SpongeBob is, too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like SpongeBob. I mean, I don't know. The problem is, you like you can only do so many scenarios with the character until you have to like push it and push it, uh, because yeah. you already did all the ordinary things a human would do in their lifetime and then things just get more and more ridiculous as time goes on which works in favor of seinfeld but not in favor <laughs> yeah. of many other shows oh i mean uh, i'll give uh, i do not like spongebob either yeah. but i'll give those shows the benefit of the doubt that it could just not entirely but at least a good amount of it just be that the fact that the audiences changed like they don't make spongebob for what my humor is anymore you know i think that's like, giving yourself too much credit there michael well I, well just because like like obviously writers change and whatnot but like a like obviously a show has to develop so but if you if you were to keep it going for this goddamn long the <laughs> the way to do it i guess is to just Think about who your audience is, and uh, a lot of shows of today. I'm like, Ugh, but like, it's not for <laughs> me, you know. It's not for us. Right. And you see, Spon- the, like but, what SpongeBob is in in them trying to do that. Like they're, they're I'm like, saying modernizing gen- not, it. Yeah, not just SpongeBob, but I think in general with all TV shows and stuff that they. I, f- I, I feel like it's not that. <laughs> I feel like it's not an effort to shift for new audiences, but I feel like it's more of just like, we did all the ordinary things, now we have to push it because there's nothing left. Right, or you just don't have those writers on staff anymore. Sure. 
Like, yeah. Hellenberg is not no longer with us, Rip. Right. But, like, I think that has a lot to do with it. Sure. In terms and, of, like, of I think I read yeah. an interview with the people, and they're like, we just explored, we we did it all. We explored every idea, and we were done. We had nothing <laughs> left to do. Yeah. Right. But then they just, <laughs> they uh, they brought in the Necromancer team, and they, they kept it going. Did Helmberg do Rocco's Modern Life? Yeah, I think he worked on some of Rocco's. Now we gotta watch you know that I, show. You know what I learned that was crazy is like, um, I I, I knew I knew that um Pendleton Ward, um Alex Hirsch, and what was his name Justin Roiland all worked on Flapjack, I believe. But then oh, I really? also learned recently that JG Quintel, who did um or maybe Quintel, I don't know, who did regular show also worked on that show. So four people oh. who ended up creating their own shows all worked on Flapjack together. That's cool. That show is great. And yeah, rewatching Flapjack, it's absolutely insane. And it's <laughs> it's wonderful. But then again, you know, that humor is of our childhood time, you know? I don't know. Flapjack came out today. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like people who watch that show now aren't gonna understand it. Yeah. Not, Humor hasn't changed that much, I don't think. I'm not, honestly, I'm not saying we don't understand uh, today's shows, but like a lot of times, I'll see a kid show and I'm just like, nope, not for me. But I mean, I, I get mean, it. I would counter that. That's because the the shift has come from, like what, um, I think Rain was saying that comedy and and shows now are just pushing the the limits of everything because there's nothing left to do because it's all been done before yeah especially just with old intellectual like properties. i think that's where that that shift comes yeah. from yeah flapjack started like insane so it could like end insane but like the like <laughs> combination of it all is what i'm saying oh totally yeah but even when you i mean yeah, but yeah, that's that's true. But like, yeah, like with any, with any show, it'll it'll get to a certain point where you where, where the showrunners run out of ideas. But like, when you, when you start out the show, you're gonna have like you you have like that like 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 regular show. Like I haven't seen much of that show, but from what I have seen, it's like it's like a very damn it. I keep bumping my mic. It has a very <laughs> like specific like that. That's like a guy. That's like a like it's like a whole person. Yeah, that's his his yeah, dry that, humor. Exactly, and that's his like life and like how what what he grew up or what he saw when when he was growing up or whatever, um, or what he's dealing with now. Who knows? But like, it's very specific, and and sure. I, I and like that's so that's what I look for, and not like and and I I would argue that if if any show is able to do that, which I think you know SpongeBob is able to do, and um. There's shows today that do this thing, like um, uh, that hold their like unique, their own unique brand of comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Um, and that so that's what you gotta look for. I don't know that like, I don't know that like humor. I mean, yes, humor goes out of style, but like good, I don't think good humor goes out of style. Yeah, like I think a lot of the subjects that we've talked about have have changed, but like I've I've definitely watched like old. St- Older stand-up comedy, like I've watched Rodney Dangerfield and uh, oh, Richard sure. Pryor, who, yeah, who yeah. I guess aren't that old. Like they're not from like the fucking twenties, but yeah, like, no. so still fairly modern. But not but of our like, generation. Yeah, but they're still funny people. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, like I, yeah, um, uh, yeah, like I, I, I just Richard keep Pryor. thinking about like Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton and all those dudes are so freaking funny to me. Yeah, um, and it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter if you're like ninety years old, you still find Roddy Dangerfield funny if you found yeah. him funny, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but Monty Python still funny. I'm sure people find the shows of today really funny. I wasn't saying I don't find them funny. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, well, isn't that like the whole point then? I thought like. I was saying that Spongebob just isn't that same brand of humor anymore. Oh yeah. But I, but I kind of devolved into like gross out humor and like. Right. Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. But like. uh, Not good nonsense, but like in the way that like. They're less nuanced. Both SpongeBob and Patrick are like on the same level, right? And my, like Michael, my th- my whole thing is like as long as you're not saying that like old like people who who will grow up twenty years from now will not be able to like appreciate the humor of season one through three SpongeBob. Is that mm. as long as that's not what you're saying? Then I agree. Uh, I mean, I'm saying that that's possible, but I'm not saying it will happen. I guess it's possible. I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen though. I don't think that not think so. not not everyone's humor is the same, you know. No, but I don't think. But but uh, I don't think like lumping a generation into like well that generation's humor is going to change. Right. Just like this generation's humor is so specifically this thing, and it's like uh, to an extent I agree. But like most mostly, I think that like if a show is good, and I think that SpongeBob. Like a certain degree of SpongeBob is like really, really good. And those three or four or five seasons will like, you know, you can show that to like anybody. And that's yeah. going to, they're going to be like, oh, hell yeah. You know, like children of 2050 are going to be like, fucking dude, have you seen this show, SpongeBob? <laughs> this like season two is the Nasty Patty or Pretty Patties. Like these episodes <laughs> are good, dude. This was I'll a golden like, age of cartoons. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, yeah. I'm just saying it. Could happen. Like, I could, I could show it to someone, and they could be like, "Yeah, it's okay, it's whatever." And I'll be sad, and I'll be like, "Okay, but all right. <laughs> I guess so." I guess, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. On. Yeah, that's a sad thought to think that that could happen. It can. <laughs> so depressing, Michael. And it, it could. It, it, I'm just <laughs> it could saying. Happen to you. <laughs> yeah, it's life. It could happen internally. You could look. You could back get at older it. and not find yeah. it funny anymore. Yeah, and you're like, "What happened to me?" <laughs> that that's something's spark. wrong with that person. <laughs> dad <laughs> for a short while i used to be super scared of like becoming old and out of fashion and falling out of touch with culture yeah, um, yeah me too just because i see it happen to a lot of people just like i hate that argument that like argument i guess i hate seeing that trend where like a bunch of like older generations will like look at today's music and be like this right. is all trash people don't appreciate yeah. all the good music we used to have back then like but I feel like that hopefully won't happen to me. Like yeah, I feel like I will always keep an open mind. Um, it's possible. Especially because I also do a lot of looking back. And I do a lot of looking back at older music across generations and across cultures. Yeah. Right. And, um, I feel and like, like they went out of style, but I still really, I can enjoy them and appreciate them. Yeah. What were you about to say? You feel like? Uh... I, I, for me, it's like, I, I have a very objective view of cultures and stuff. And I think that just comes from studying anthropology. Right. But so I feel like to me, in 
it feels more like I can already see it happening to an extent, but instead of like being like, oh, the way my generation did this was better. I don't understand how people could like this. I feel like it's more of just like an acknowledgement of, oh, this is like already pretty different than how it was popular in like my, among my generation. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. kind of an acknowledgement of how much it's changed without really making any uh, assumptions or opinions about it at face value. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have this fear that like if I have, if I have a child, like I will show them something I deeply passionately care about. <laughs> right. They'll be like, "This is boring. <laughs> like, Old you people suck." Shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I. And that's where son, that... I'm gonna show you one of my favorite films. Akira. Yeah. Son, have you ever heard uh, 100 Gex? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's like, that's it the fear. The, <laughs> that's the fear is that, is that, that and that's where that, um, that's where that volatile reaction from the older generations that we do see that you're referring to, Rain. That's where, I, I think that's where that comes from is those older generations. Feel insulted. See, yeah, they feel insulted because they see these, these kids not understand like, yeah you know elvis or whatever and, and like you know right. kids who don't understand elvis like like you gotta really get with it because I mean, <laughs> come on <laughs> gotta get with but it. but like i mean i i because i so i feel those old dudes pain you know like sure because it, it's so like because because yeah. it's like it's a fragile thing and, and and they know that they are not uh creators of the culture anymore it's there it's, right it's up to the the younger right. people who who are into 100 gex now yeah so and then, it, and then i think it becomes like defensive and then it turns into like oh well, well you guys don't know what you're talking about exactly. we're the better yeah. generation yeah yeah mm. we made it first yeah i was thinking about that with like fraser um there was like a <laughs> couple months where i just like binged fraser and it was great i love fraser but, like, there's, like, a few episodes that, like, focus on the dad. And they're, like, really good. They're, like, really good and really powerful episodes that just kind of deal with, like, old age and, like, his uh, his wife, like, passed away before him, all that stuff. And he's, like, alone. Um, and there's, like, a few episodes that, like, explore his problems and really focus on him. And I was, like, just thinking, like, a lot of media just doesn't explore the lives of people over 30. <laughs> You know, right? Or like, yeah, totally. Or fifty-five plus, <laughs> the senior citizens, the seniors. But like, yeah. it's 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 so strange to think like there's like a huge amount of people that just like story. Like I, I had this like fear. I think I was like, I think I was um, I was re- I was smoking marijuana and I was rewatching some of the <laughs> some of like wait, my what? favorite episodes of Frasier, Grass, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Mary Jane, wait, wait. hell. I even smoked pot Devil's once. lettuce. Um, but I was re-watching some of my epi- favorite episodes of Frasier. And then I was just thinking, like, I, I got into, like, this space of thinking about, like, oh, man, I don't want to, like, end up, like, in this state where I'm, like, I'm old and I'm watching all these, all this content about young people and nothing is about me anymore. Nobody's thinking about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or yeah. there's nothing that I can really relate to. I mean, you can, like, relate, like, looking back, reflecting. Yeah, but there's nothing yeah. like exploring your life as it is now, and that made me very sad. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just a problem in society in general that society just doesn't really care about old people. Yeah, not not to be a bummer. No, it's true. 
I thought marketable, you know, like the kids. Yeah, they they're gonna make money. So I'm listen, I'll them. talk about how much I hate capitalism over and over again. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it it is. I think it does come down to a problem of like, oh, they they're done being productive, so they're not worth yeah. putting right. in the yeah. energy into anymore. But they're still like the driving voting force. So when it comes time to actually like uh you know uh pre- pretend to make promises to people they 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 focus on the elders because oh for sure you know they'll vote but then they won't they won't do <laughs> the things i yeah, guess gonna right fix social security or whatever yeah, or... yeah i do kind of agree with the stance that after a certain age people shouldn't vote anymore i don't know i don't know i'm, I'm still kind of on the fence but about also that one. that's kind of scary just yeah. like well, I mean, I think it would be, like, really old, like, an age that like a lot of people age? aren't even, 80. I don't know, like, 90? 80, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but like way up there. Yeah, it's something I'm still kind of on the fence about, because it's, like, then on the other hand, well, like, yeah, like, how do we determine, and, like, oh, so are we saying that these people are, like, not part of our democracy anymore? What right. does that mean do about their, them and their, their identity? You know, yeah. yeah. Well, your 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 point is has nothing to do with that. It's all about how like how mentally, how, how, what's their mental capacity to vote? Right? Is, isn't that uh, it? No, it's oh, more no. about like, well, they're well, they be affected. Most legislation by. doesn't. Affect yeah, them. they're least likely to be affected by these decisions that they're making. Hmm. Yeah, like for the example of Brexit. <laughs> what, what if you're a 90? really old was like yeah let's do it and the younger people are like no oh okay yeah 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 i get like in that situation yeah that that's that was a fucked up thing yeah that's that's messed up yeah and then it gets into semantics where like oh well like are there certain legislatures the old people shouldn't be allowed to vote right, on and yeah. then it's like just too much too much nitpicking i think like uh i think i can all agree on like a hundred years old yeah <laughs> there's a society in star trek where when you reach 65 they just kill you so i th- i think we should switch over the to giver. that midsummer remember style. the giver oh my god yeah, the giver yeah. they just uh oh, yeah, yeah. Midsummer. i don't remember yeah. what they what they called it but they just like euthanized all their old people and right. lifening yeah, yeah. And <laughs> lifening. that's good on lifening you know, I don't that. think that's what it was, but <laughs> it's on life. We'll, we'll keep thinking. Sure. Oh, yeah. you know, the book's called Giver. Obviously, it's called Taking. Yeah, no. oh, the taking. taking. Yeah, that's also not it. <laughs> it's at the ripe the age taking. of eighty-five, at the ripe age of sixty-five, it's time for the taking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're ripe for the taking. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> going back to like getting old and then not liking something that you like now uh-huh. <laughs> like i don't know i feel like you can you, you can be open and still just not like it anymore or at least not like it the same way you did i'm more, I'm more worried about like if if i have children i show this to my they, my child like not into it yeah and i'm just like oh man nobody cares about me or the things i care about anymore <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, I hope that wouldn't happen because I still care about like if my dad shows me stuff like I I love the films he shows me or whatever. So I guess yeah, a, a part of, of that falls under like your relationship with your kids. Like they just yeah. like hate you. <laughs> I hope my kids yeah. like me, <laughs> and I hope they have an yeah. open mind for consuming <laughs> older media. Yeah. Uh, but all but also it's like uh, I don't know it 
in my head, I don't expect that to happen. But if it were to happen, I'll be like, all right, well, I need you to like understand why I think it's good or something. Just, just, yeah. just because of the simple fact that people our age now don't like music of today and right. they like older stuff or the other way around. My it's dad's like anyone... like over there crying, listening to Zap or uh, Boys to Men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I just don't get you, Dad. Just, I just don't get it. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> Computer love. <laughs> But also that also that could just uh, uh like people only liking old stuff. Uh not for like young people, uh but for older people, like they only like older stuff from their generation. That might also fall under the reason because like media isn't marketed to them anymore. Yeah, that's so it's true. like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna this listen isn't to appealing to me when it was about me. Yeah. Right. Since so I mean, much new music is like very anti old music. Like that's true. much yeah, much that's of new music is is just like pushing away from sounds we already know. Right, that's a good like, point. I don't want to. I don't need that. I don't need. I'm not trying to be rebellious anymore. Like rock yeah. and rap both started as forms of rebellion against the awful contemporary R and B that their parents liked. <laughs> and, but certainly there must have been a point. There, certainly there will come a time in our lives where we reject. I mean, like, won't we reject? these things that we once liked i mean like we will say like this this idea of this thing that uh 100 gex is too juvenile an idea of you know what we what we think about now we 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 need to as a a culture classical music no we need to as a culture opt for some some like better understanding of you know like we, we need to like create a better thing like make a better thing that we think represents culture that's that's kind of what i'm talking what i was talking about and in, in my just kind of point of view is that on 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 like cultural changes is that i think uh this is just like my personal opinion so maybe what you're saying is correct for overall um cultures but it feels more like things will be different and they'll change but it's not like we're constantly progressing to the next like better thing it's just changing to something different like evolution oh sure yeah i mean i'm uh yeah by better i mean yeah subjectively better that what that person thinks is better sure but for us to push away from 100 gex would have to mean like most of music sounds like 100 gex and I, I don't feel right. like we're moving in that direction. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. This is way, way, yeah. This is in the, uh, not, this is in the distant future. <laughs> when First when everyone sounds like death them. grips and hundred gex. Right. Yeah. 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 We need to get to two hundred gex. That'll be. The <laughs> well, we already have Same a thousand. So if yeah. if everything, if all popular music just sounded like death grips and 100 gigs which it will i could yeah which, which I, you know, probably I can does easily see all of us not liking it yeah sure. it's just it's just uh just go with the flow yeah exactly. <laughs> just appreciate each new idea that comes like just, like i think as, as i mean this is generalizing things but i think as long i mean you can get older and it doesn't matter as long as you don't take that change in culture personally <laughs> right how dare you take this from because me. <laughs> like do we how do we identify with the music that we listen to now i mean all all that i really for me personally i 
I can find, uh, you know, human aspects that I relate to in all types of music that I listen to, regardless yeah, of me time. Too. Right. Exactly. But so, but not necessarily, not, not necessarily like, I don't prescribe any personal attachment to any one sonic thing. Yeah. So when it, things change sonically as they will do, as they, as they will inevitably, I don't think that that will, that will, uh, I don't think that'll be a problem for us yeah, as long right. as they stay human and and like yeah like yeah. I think about that for every every aspect everything of of uh, popular culture if it like if it's a human because like you we, you know um we talk about like Lady Bird I I love that movie so much and oh yeah that was great. I I don't have to be like a, an eighteen year old Catholic girl to understand that what that person's going through right just as somebody who's like you know turning eighty you know it's like a human experience like those good things yeah. will will permeate yeah like i listen to use of stevens and i still cry yeah. even though i don't have a son so, <laughs> <laughs> so i'll listen to use of stevens thank you everybody good night